And welcome back to another episode of Three Beers In. My name is Rob, Coffee Moose Dom, and... Uh, why do you, why do you... I put on like a little like radio voice. But no, but like, why do you try to do it as fast as possible? I don't know. You know, I always feel like you were the only person in this group. With two people. In the three beers in people that... Um, didn't get. And welcome back, everybody. Yeah, yeah. So that's radio talk. But no, no, no. Like you didn't get like um, wooed or wowed by the fact that we're on a show. I always felt like you held yourself to a different type of like. Because I approach it. <clears throat> everyone seems to have a problem with that, except for maybe me and you. Is that no. we're just having a conversation into microphones? Like I'll be honest, when I apply <laughs> that type of mentality, I do yeah. much better. I think it's because. I put all this shit together, mm-hmm. so I'm not intimidated by it. Well, I'm not intimidated by it. No, you're not. But like you no. know, every, but people who come down here and they think like, "Oh, look at all these microphones and wires and stuff." They're like, "Oh, it looks really yeah. serious." No, but like, is, I know it, how it all works. It is impressive to look at. Okay. It's a very hodgepodgey system. It's a bit hodgepodge. I don't know. It's just three shows left. Are you, I thought it was four. No. After this one, it's three shows. Is it? Yeah, check the calendar. One, Thanksgiving, two, three. Three shows left. My word. And that's if my future wife... Oh, wait, no, so next week's Thanksgiving. Is next week's no, Thanksgiving? No, no, no. We no. Get two weeks. Oh, two weeks. Two weeks is Thanksgiving. Okay, so then that, we can't do a show. No, we're not that. doing Thanksgiving, no, obviously. No. Yeah, obviously. And um, that, that... Oh, you know, I've needed to tell you, I'm a little upset that you're going away party. Yeah. Is the night of the Tyson Fury Deontay Wilder heavyweight championship fight? You know, I I, you know? I should have checked my calendar. You, you I didn't. Should've. I didn't check for that. You just had to leave right after my wedding. You couldn't Deontay wait till Fury. Cr- yeah, yeah, no, no, Deontay Wilder versus Tyson Fury, which is going to be what even is that? I don't follow oh boxing. God. These are the two undefeated heavyweight champ. Well, Tyson Fury was stripped of his titles, got really fat. He's the Gypsy King. You would love Tyson Fury. Like I, after I don't the like show, boxing. Okay, all right. I could I could see where you're coming from, but actually I can't see why don't you like boxing? It's just eh. is that it? What do you mean? Like I don't know. It's a whole thing with it. Like it's what? it's like, like watching fucking okay an old timey thing. Everyone gets dressed up and they're like, oh, here we go. and there's this whole like okay. Well, forget about it's the- kind of like there's like a. Uh, there's like a pomp and circumstance to it. Uh, okay, I can. Uh, you, can you know what I mean? That. Yeah, I can get like, that. Like I don't, I don't. It's it feels and here too old. Ringside, we have Ariana Grande, and she's sitting next to uh, J- uh, Jimmy John. Yeah, like all the and then all these people show up, and like they're clearly there's no way they're interested in boxing. But they're like, oh. they were paid to show up there. Yeah. Well, I, I, no, they weren't paid to show up there. They definitely were. No, no, no. It's a it's an event to like like well, your, you, your agent probably goes like, hey, you got to go to this. Okay. Yes. That's probably what they, it but is. They, I think they pay for those tickets to to go. Well, anyway, these are your two undefeated heavyweights. Um, Tyson Fury beat Vladimir Klitschko to win his belts and everything like that. And there's so many belts and there's so many classes. That's actually one of the things that's wrong with boxing that MMA has over boxing is there are too many belts. There's too many. The WBO, the IBF, the IBC, the WBC. Yeah, like I like how in like you know WCW there was 
a belt. Okay, well, you're talking about professional wrestling. <laughs> yeah, but they had it ready to go. It's simple yeah. enough that, like, he's the champion right there. No, you're right. You're right. You know, like, that's well, the well, guy. Well, that's what that's what MMA has. Like, they have the champion of the of weight class. All. But one of the interesting things that you have with boxing is to have a, a unified, unilateral champion. And it has happened before where one boxer has all of the belts. And I think Klitschko was one it's of too them. Many, too many. And I think I think Tyson Fury held all the belts at one point, too. And then you're right, because what happens is he got stripped of one belt because he went into contract negotiations for a rematch against Klitschko when he was supposed to fight Anthony Joshua. And because he didn't fight Joshua and went to contract talks, he got stripped of a belt. Yeah. And then he decided, you know what, fuck this, and he started drinking 12 beers a day. Nice. Doing cocaine. Ew. Became 400 pounds. <laughs> fuck me. And almost killed himself. <laughs> <laughs> and then he was like, this ain't right. I, I always, this. I always thought, like, you know, I, I, especially when that whole Mega Millions thing was going on, uh-huh. like, yeah. people... Would t- yeah, everyone was talking about like, you know, what would you do with a billion dollars and yeah, stuff? Sure, yeah. And like, I told my this guy, where my my friend, I'm like, I would just become Orson Welles, <laughs> old Orson Welles, because it would be me. I would have all the money in the world. Yeah, I would just, I would eat fancy food every day mm-hmm. and drink all the wine in the world. That just would be my life. That would be your life. Yeah, that's honestly what you would do. <clears throat> I'd probably travel forever. Yeah. How many? How many? How much money are we talking about here? Like a billion dollars. Like a bi- one billion. If you had a billion dollars, what would I do? You would be able to do literally anything you wanted. There's nothing if, you wouldn't be able to. If do. If I got a billion dollars tomorrow, right? Literally, a yeah. billion dollars showed up. I would do. I have a couple things that I would do 100. percent Yeah. Everyone I know. Well, you obviously you, would, you distribute some of that to well, the, no, your everyone, loved ones. Everyone that I know, like in my life, if they have. If they have a house or have parents that have houses, mortgage, all mortgages paid off. Yeah. All of them. Everyone's going to own their house. If you don't have a house, you're going to buy. I'm going to buy everyone a house. Modest. I'm not going to go crazy. Not everyone's going to be a mansion, but you're going to be in a comfortable house wherever you'd like. Yeah. Everyone's going to get a car, but you have to insure it. So two out of Camrys for everybody. <laughs> all right. You got to insure it. You're being right. a little stingy with your billion. I'm not done yet. <laughs> Jesus. And then. I'm yeah. going out of space with Elon Musk. <laughs> You're just going to go to space. I'm going to hang out with Elon Musk. We're going to talk about space. You know, he doesn't have much time to hang out. He's too busy. I'll follow him. He'll just be like, hey, what are we doing today? What are we doing Working. today, Elon? <laughs> We're going to work yeah, well. for 12 hours. <laughs> well, he lost his company because of... Uh, well, he didn't uh, lose it. He's just not the chairman anymore. But he got pushed out from the SEC because they were like, hey, you're going to pay us $20 million and uh, you can't be the CEO for a year. And he said, fuck you. They were like, all right, you're going to pay us $40 million and you can't be in your company for 10 years. He's like, all right, all right. <laughs> he still... Hang on. I think he still owns most of it. A lot of people don't even know that Tesla is not a car company. They're a battery company. Are they? Yeah. They're not a car company. Well, I know that they're... They're a lithium-ion storage their specialty company. specialty is batteries. batteries. Like, yeah. they, they sell a lot more batteries than cars. That That is true, but... I uh, had no idea. Oh, there was some sediment. In the they have power... They, they sell, like, power supplies and shit, but, um... Yeah, you know, I mean, like, with, I, that's what I was thinking. You know, like, I would obviously have to give everyone money. I would do a lot simpler. I would just probably just give everyone, like, $10 million. Oh, okay. You know, you know what? what I mean? I'm sorry. Like, I'm, I'm not going to go personally go buy houses for everybody. Okay, maybe I would just do that then. Like, $10 million for you. <laughs> then I was thinking, like, you know, for all my friends, like, you, you know, obviously you got to give money, but then what do you do, like, like let's take John and Laurel yeah. and Mike. Okay. Like, do I give John and Laurel $10 million each? 
Because, like, technically, then they're getting 20, and then mm. Mike only gets 10. Is that mm. fair? Yeah, well, it's still a fuck ton of money. It, I know, right? It just probably so, doesn't matter in the grand yeah, scheme. It doesn't, it doesn't matter in the grand scheme of things. But, yeah, then I would probably just fucking... I would, I would definitely play a lot more options. I, that's, I was saying, like, I would buy as many small companies as I could. Yeah. So, like, just ten, $20 million companies. Do your companies. own little shark tank on Robin Hood. No, I wouldn't even do... I would just... I would just hostile takeover, and they'd be like, "What the fuck is happening?" Yeah, just take the company. <laughs> and I just buy all the shares and buy them all up. Yeah, I, I think I'll do just, something like that. And I would just walk into the building and be like, "I own this now." Hey, my name's Rob. <laughs> you don't know me, but I'm your boss. I own, yeah, I, own, I bought this whole company. <laughs> then I'd be like, "Convince me why I should keep it open." Yeah. So you you're know. fired. You're fired. Would you buy a company? <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> this guy's cool. <laughs> would you? Would you buy a company just to destroy it? Are you, you're allowed to. It's your company. Um, maybe, I don't know. And they'd be like, build it back up, but I want it to be called Buttholes. I always thought, I got, I got like, a little scolded for this because, like, mm. my intentions were bad. But oh, yeah. <clears throat> when I, um, when I was investing, I used to always invest in, uh, pharmaceutical companies. And so I said to, to Aaron, I think we were, we were in the car a while back, and I said, what I would do is I would buy a bunch of small pharmaceutical companies and, merge them all into one mm-hmm. and we would combine all our resources to cure cancer yeah. or at least cure a type of cancer mm-hmm. and then we'd be rich and she got mad because yeah. I wasn't trying to cure cancer oh, <laughs> I was God. just trying to become, become rich well I mean the profit motivation is is paramount that's when it comes what it to would, pharmaceutical yeah. companies I mean, I, I jumped into pharmaceuticals at a bad time, man, because it was just yeah, bearish did. market that whole time. Everything I touched went to shit. I even went onto some internet forums and told everyone, I'm sorry, because <laughs> I'm every sorry. single pharmaceutical Everything company that I bought in on, on options, or whether it was options or stocks or both, they just died. Even when there was a positive announcement. I've never seen that before. It happened to me. I know. I and you too, with Viking Therapeutics. But seriously, like, I never had seen, like, an FDA approval come in, yeah. and the stock goes down 10%. And, <laughs> like, and never recovered, either. It, it didn't even bounce back. Travana, that happened. It, it was just it, like, it, everyone was like, we don't believe this. It's going down. Straight down. down. And but, we also hit a bad, uh, the bull run was kind of over right then, too. So I think it was a combination we of We caught it right at the end. But I'll tell you what, though, if those of you that are into uh, money markets and, and other type of stocks and stuff like that, the one thing we have to look forward to is that when the bull run ended, no one shifted their money into bonds, which is what usually would happen when a bull run would end, because yeah. because I don't think that people actually believe it's going to end. I think they're going to continue to try to be well, everyone's very... as lackadaisical with their investments as they can. <laughs> because 401ks still look good and everything still looks good, so everybody's going to still put their money out there and pump it up. I think people are a little cautious, but it'll come back. I, I think w- they would just like, huh, and now they're just going to let it, yeah. just make it rain again. But I got a, a completely different sub, uh, you know, <clears throat> subject to change to. I don't like how when I came to your house today, yeah. I began, I was enlisted into moving work okay, yeah. and door fixing work. But you gotta understand. I walked in, I didn't eat all day, I was expecting food. Okay. And, I, okay, and they're okay. like, all right, all right. You, fix you, the door. Junior, okay, I get home around five o'clock, right? Yeah. And immediately I walked in and my parents were in a, a, a tizzy. And I'm like, what a the tizzy. hell? I was like, what the fuck happened here? And the doors on the side room there were completely Are off. off. And I'm like, what happened? They're like, we moved the chair. My mother is just, you know, fit to be tied. And she goes, your father won't listen. Please help him. And I'm like, all right, I'll help him, right? So I go in my room. I just wanted to take my pants off and lay down for a second. And I hear screaming. And I'm like, what the fuck? And she's like, he's not listening and you're not helping him. 
I was like, all right, forget it. So I get changed or whatever. And mind you, it's like 5.07. Yeah. Okay. It wasn't until you showed up at 6.30. Six. Six o'clock. That we were trying to figure out how to put the fucking door back on. (laughs) And, you know, we just kept jamming it on there and the wheels weren't catching that you discovered when you walked on in. (laughs) The only reason you discovered them, though, is because we put the door on and it didn't make that noise when we were doing it back and forth. It was just hard to do. Uh-huh. You know, and Junior's like, "Well, I guess that's it." I'm like, "No, that's not it. It's not right. We have to be. It wasn't this hard to open <laughs> he was gonna, the be door. Okay with it. Yeah, he was gonna be fine with it. I'm like, it's not on the the rubber or something. You know, we got to put it on the track properly. And then you m- marched in, and when you put the door back on again, because we had it on again, then it started making that scraping noise. You're like, "There's definitely wheels under here, and you're missing it." And you're like, "Put it back up." He goes, "Which way is that?" And he was like, "And then we we <laughs> fix the door." But the 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 one thing that you got to maybe just. Um, shut your mouth about it. Oh, God. I'm going to say it. The meal you had tonight was one of the best you've had in a long time. It was very good. It Ladies was so hearty. For the people that don't under, that don't know what we had, we had for dinner tonight, we had a deconstructed chicken pot pie. Would you say that's correct? That's a very good so uh, description had, of it. You had a bowl of shredded chicken with gravy, delicious gravy, by the way, yeah. with chopped vegetables, and even some lima beans, which I thought there was, was string actually... String beans? String beans, lima beans, corn? diced carrots, corn, um, the gravy and the chicken, and on the side was... Delicious Pillsbury Doughboy. Is that what those were? Crescent croissant. That's what those were. Yes, sir. They were good. It was a deconstructed chicken pot pie, and it was absolutely fantastic. Okay, you sat there and you enjoyed it. You had two hearty bowls full, and so did I. And like ten croissants. And so many croissants. <laughs> I actually, I took some of the croissant, and I and I broke it up into the bowl. Yeah, I started doing that towards and the that end. that was really good, because the outside was crunchy, but the inside was soft. And then I put a whole stick of butter in one of them, <laughs> you know, salted it up, and that, that's the... That's the type of meal you have when it's like 19 degrees outside. Yeah, but it's, it's, it was good. It was really I good. I was stuffed after. It was really good. You get yourself a rotisserie chicken, get some good gravy made. That's all you got to do, Saute right? up those uh, vegetables and put it all together in a little stew mixture, and you're good to go. Hmm. And that's the first and last recipe here on Three Beers <laughs> In, because Rob would leave it after that. But yes. I will say, before we do the beer review, okay. before we take this break, yes. I have an announcement to make. What? We have three episodes left. Okay. Greg Wilton has to be on the show before you leave. Well, what's he waiting for? He has to... I, I think I drunkenly told him he was supposed to be here tonight. <laughs> at the bachelor party. You know what? I, if we, before we go to the show, I'm fairly sure I made several people promises that I don't remember. I invited two Mexican people. To <laughs> I made a lot of promises. Yeah. I don't know what yeah. they were. They were lovely people, too. They were really cool, yeah. We'll talk about that after we do the beer review, but we'll right. be right back, ladies and gentlemen. Everybody, my name is John, and my name is Rob, and together we are Three Beers In. Thank you for listening to this show, and we really, really appreciate everyone who ever listens and has a great time drinking with us and having conversation. Ooh. Not to mention, did you know? What did you? Do? I said, oh yeah, <laughs> in my cup though. Did you know that you could contact us at any time at Three Beers In at gmail.com. That's three T H R E E beers B E E R S in. You know how to spell it. I N N 
at gmail.com. You can also contact us on Twitter at 3BeersIn. We would love to hear from you, and we want to thank you all for listening. Rob? What? Tell them thank you. Thank you. All right. All right. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. It's now time for that time of the show. <laughs> I just wanted to what do a that. smooth I comeback! Just, uh, I just wanted to do that because <laughs> I know it gets you mad that I announced that what's happening now. No, I don't. Okay, that I don't like. Ladies and gentlemen, and now, without further ado, I will give you the beer review portion. <laughs> I went a little French with it here. I heard that. We're going to be drinking a beer here from one of the premier breweries in our area, basically. Uh, you have a beer from here, you're going to have some delicious, delicious craft beer. And I was impressed with the amount of craft beer that they have over there at Evil Twin Brewing. Oh, my Lord. Ladies and gentlemen... Um, uh, brewed by Evil Twin Brewing in Stratford, Connecticut, and distributed by 12% LLC here in Brooklyn, uh, New York. And we are drinking today of their Molotov line, the Evil 12 Molotov, Evil Twin Molotov Surprise! Yes! It's a surprise, and it says, I couldn't find anything about it on the internet other than there's... Oh, it's a surprise! There's a surprise here. And uh, they have actually different fruits in every one of their surprises, which is actually really, is really that Because yeah. I'm reading this, and I'm trying to think, There's something does different. that mean like every can's different? I don't know, because I saw a peach on there, I saw a grapefruit on there, I saw all these different fruits on the internet. So it might be possible that we're going to be reviewing two separate two beers. Two completely separate beers, which is actually so exciting. We might have to do a switch. We, we might have to do a switch at the middle try. of this, but I'm just going to read for you here on the can here. It says, because I couldn't find it on their website, despite the crudeness, it's tricky to make an effective Molotov surprise. Despite its unruly nature, it's tricky to resist a game of fruit-themed beer roulette. Spin the wheel of Evil Twin, because you're in for a fruity surprise. We might have a different fruit in every single one of these. It's in a four-pack, and we might have a surprise in every single one of them. And here it says it's a 12-ounce can. It's got a pretty interesting... A can here. It's a black can with a with a. What it do you call that? What do you call that? A yungle. It's like a, a uh, pinwheel. A pinwheel. Uh, that's all co- different colors, and it's an India Imperial India Pale Ale with natural flavors added. And we, it's for India it's for the trip. Oh Jesus! <laughs> for for India. So I poured mine out rather aggressively. There's definitely some sediment in there floating in mine. Is I'm there, like you. Yeah. You oh, I got a lot. I'm just trying to compare our colors. Our colors are exactly the same. They look the same. Okay. And now maybe we can get our noses to it and see what we have here. Well, I definitely smell the hops. It's not overly hoppy. There's a fruit there. But there's definitely a fruit. There's a fruit there. Mango? And I can't tell. It's either mango, peach, or pineapple. I cannot tell the difference. I think it's mango. I think it's a mango. Here we go. It's 12%. Holy shit. That is a beer and a half. Ooh, it burns through the nostril. That's odd. What kind of a fruit is that? I've never had an IPA Mm. where... Ooh, the bitterness creeps in very late. But I, I, wow, I like that. I've never had an IPA where Ooh. you taste the fruit first. It's a very citrusy, tropical fruit. Yeah. Very tropical. Maybe it's a, uh, mm-hmm. a kumquat. 
it, that's like an orange. I don't know. I don't know we, what I, I don't know. You what think I, they would brew with kumquat? I don't know. But how would we know? We won't know. We would never. <laughs> you know that? What about that? Like, imagine it's all just apples. And you know, just, and they didn't tell anybody. I'll tell you what. It's twelve percent ABV, so it's a strong one. Um, but it's really it's hidden. It's it's hidden pretty well. But it's there. You feel it on your breath. If you breathe oh, out, oh yeah, it is a burn in there. If you breathe out as soon as you take a sip, it's going to be there. But it's not like you're taking a, a, a hefty sip of a wine or something. Um, I'll so, say, go ahead. I'm gonna. I, I don't like this beer. What don't you like about it? Um, well, you're not an IPA. No, I know. It's still. It's just. This is a heavy. heavy it's heavy, and there's really nothing refreshing or good about it. I don't. Oh, I don't are like you it. Surprised? It's it's unique, but it's not good. I don't like it. Okay. Well, that's coming from an anti-IPA kind it's, of guy. It's no good. Okay. I'm sorry. It's just... All right. Hey, hey. Listen. Ugh. Hey, hey. You know, everyone's entitled to... Everybody. Um, this is a very interesting uh, beer here. It's got it's got a nice... It's got a nice mouthfeel to it. Uh, I'd say medium to high carbonation. Yeah. Um, there is a extremely powerful... A fruity flavor in the beginning, and it fades fairly quick into the hops. And, and there's, a, I don't get much maltiness, but there is a bitterness on the back of this that is just extremely prevalent. It hurts, and it and it hurts quite a bit. But uh, I don't know what kind of fruit is in here. Oh, hang on. Doesn't oh, say. pink guava. Do you have pink guava on the How bottom of your can? Oh, is that what it says? Yeah. And they all say pink guava. That I oh. We were surprised. In a sense. Pink guava. Well, you're right. It's, it's These tropical. These are all pink guava. It's a tropical... Uh, and it has the number of the batch. This is batch number... You just done beer whole deal. I did. This is batch number four. Batch number four. Yep. I'm trying no. to clean off the laptop a little Don't bit. Don't hit any buttons. Oh. This is an IPA's... IPA lover's dream right here. It's got it a... It probably is. You're right. Extremely... Hop forward uh, flavor. I just here. don't get like the IPA lovers. Sometimes I'm into it. Sometimes I'm not. It it's just on like, my mood. but there are people like you know my my cousin. Mm-hmm. He's just like you know, he knows I like beer, and I'm like, oh, what kind of beer do you like? He's like, I love IPAs, and I'm always like, why? It's a niche. But it's it's it just, is a niche. There's though. nothing good about them. I love them. Do you? You know what it is. Why do you want to struggle through a drink? I don't, I don't get it. Though I don't struggle through an IPA. Hmm. Maybe it's because I like chewing tobacco. Maybe I mean I I always associiate IPAs with just mm-hmm. heartburn. That doesn't happen. So maybe I, I am a fan of intense, full flavor. Okay. Okay. So I I used to love dipping chewing tobacco. Yeah. And I went so far as actually chewing tobacco leaves. Yeah, that didn't work out. You know, I remember that. I enjoyed it. You hated it. We threw it out the window. We did. Of a moving vehicle. Because it was the gold leaf one, which was a little bit It was Red Indian or something. It was the gold leaf one. I like the regular Red Man. (laughs) Oh, Red Man. (laughs) Which, how is that company still around? It it is, (laughs) which is so crazy. But I mean, mean, the one thing that I did like about the the chewing tobacco is that um, it is such an intense, full flavor. Yeah. That is just it. Just it goes crazy in your mouth, and the same thing with cigars. I love full, medium to full oh, body yeah. cigars. Yeah. Like I could smoke a ton of cigars. It's just because it's such an intense. Yeah, uh, I got something to say about cigars after uh, right, after we'll talk, this. We'll but 
Yeah. Uh, what what rating would you give this beer? Well, um, to to stack up against the other IPAs out there, uh, this is up there with like a, I would say a, a 120 minute Dogfish Head IPA or like. Uh, just, just anything that's just extremely hoppy, you're gonna get out of this. And um, I would give this a a eight and a half. Eight and a half. In terms of a hop, hoppy IPA or a double IPA, American or American IPA type of uh, variation, because the 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 hop flavors. I mean, look, I just I just drank two IPAs. I had a Mosaic Indian Pale Ale. I had a Session IPA. <laughs> Okay. You've been going nuts on the IPAs. I, I, I really enjoy the IPAs because you can, when you do the distinction between a mosaic, uh, a session, which for this was 4.5, and now I'm having a 12% IPA. It's definitely good. I'll, I'll say with that IPAs, they're good if you want to try to figure out what hops taste like. Yeah, sure, yeah. That's it. But other than that, you know, so you give it an 8.5. Did this music just no, stop? I, I faded it out. Why? Because I thought we were done. Why? Well, I, I, you didn't read it. Four and a half. I don't like it. You don't like it at all? I think it's just... <clears throat> I like the fruitiness. It's not too it, you know, it's not too much, but at the same time, it's way too hoppy. Yeah. And it's just, I, I wouldn't... Even if I saw this on tap, I wouldn't order it. Well, here's the thing about you, right? So you say it's way too hoppy. <laughs> so if you were to have this, this Session IPA, it's going to have that hop flavor, yeah. but the alcohol is limited to a 4.5. No, I, I, I know that. It's just, yeah. I don't like... Hops. You're not a big I, IPA I guy. Really, flat out. Yeah. I don't think I like hops that much. That's really what it is. Like I like o- I like other beers that don't have hops if or that's have what as much hops. You're okay. But they're, I'm, not, they're, I'm not as big in Belgian beer like yeah, you no, are. I know. Yeah, yeah. And it's just it's just a matter of your palate. It's a it's a taste. Yeah. Seriously, it's a matter of your palate. If you're not into the 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 IPAs or the Belgians or the stouts or the the brown ales and stuff like that, it's just it's a matter. They're of They're just preference. not very drinkable for me. For like, me, they are. Like if I like I wouldn't. This is like this is going to be a struggle to finish this. Like I'm not going to yeah. want to. I will. It. No, I'm, take, I will no, do no, it. No, you no. have. We have two more. I could take them. I could take them. But, you, but take them. In correspondence to the Molotov Heavy, yeah. which was the 17 percent alcohol by volume, it's they're good. The the the, the, the Molotov only, the only, series are good. The only thing about the Molotov Heavy that was good was it was so high alcohol. Yeah. It was fun to drink. Like, yeah, yeah. Like this is not. It's almost a bit of a gimmick. It's like a novelty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a novelty to it. But this this to me it has that. And to to the IPA drinkers out there that might want to give this a try. It's very fruity forwardness, a little bit almost of a sweetness in the in the in the front, and then you get that that just intense hop flavor, double IPA type flavor in the back end that just super super bitter, that invites another sip for you to go on that roller coaster again. I think yeah. that's what that's what is enjoyable about it. It's like if you're gonna have the, 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 this is how I attribute it to some to sometimes right. I if I take a stick of gum yeah. and I chew on it, in four minutes I want another piece of gum. Okay. Because I want the flavor back. You know what I mean? So you're, you're a big flavor person. Big flavor it, guy. That's what it is. As soon as like I could get a, the more potent flavor back in, I want it. So okay. that's why with the IPA, it's like, okay, the that intense flavor is fading. I take another sip, it's back again. Mm-hmm. It's like having another stick of gum to refresh in the whole thing. That, that's how I come okay. about it, you know what I mean? But to each I'm not judging own. IPA people. No, no, no. I mean, yeah. Well, there are some 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 fucking weirdos out there that are like, like does it have the hop dust in it and the lactose? The thing about IPA is, I think that there's almost a like air of superiority mm. where they think it's this complex 
difficult beer to make and stuff. It's but, not. But no. in reality, yeah. there are so many IPAs because it's the easiest one to make. True. And it's the hardest one to fuck up. True. That's why everyone makes IPAs. No, you're right. So, But, I, but on that... On but it's that, also hard to make a very good one. Exactly. On that so, token, like what you said there, there's a lot of people that are saying like, yes, there's a ton of IPAs out there, but, but nobody try knows this that. one. Try this one because this one's going to be better. But like, the thing is, like most of these craft brews... Yeah. I, I, I'm assuming... I'm not. I don't. I don't have a number for it, but I would assume a, a large number of them make IPAs because people think they're special. I agree. That's really what it is. Like you know, we loggers. We we don't see any craft loggers. You barely see any pills. Oh yeah, you're right. Like you don't see any of these difficult like beers that could be manipulated in a way that like they're delicious. Sure, you're we right. We see this one thing, and like how you know, honestly. What well, IPA well, would really blend into another one? Like you can't really. Well, you're you're tell. right, but but now I mean, I think there's a reason for that though, and I think you would be you would agree with me. It's like if I own a craft brewery, right, and I'm like yeah. I'm going to work so hard to get this lager down, right, and I'm going to put it out there, and everyone's going to get an IPA anyway. That's the thing. That's like, what it is. You're, Why don't you're I just stuck get, in the in the, yeah. mach, in, the uh, in the machine. The machine. Pretty it's a much. machine. You're a cog in the machine of the craft brewing IPA. But guess what? Here's the crazy part of it: is it, in the last uh, ten years that I've been drinking craft yeah. craft beer hit you know New York. I would say when I was 23. Right? Yeah, probably around. So that time, maybe yeah. seven, eight years. The IPAs are still in control. Because it's just like so different than Coors and Bud, you know. When you get something, it's the most contrasting. Different. Exactly, it's the most drastic. You know, no one's like be if like, you give someone a taste of this yeah. in the beginning, they're like, "Wow, is that what craft beer is like?" And it probably scares a lot of people away. Okay, I would say I would agree with you to an extent. Because if you gave this to anybody yeah. who has doesn't drink craft beer, they would say, "You're out of your fucking mind." Give me a Coors Light. But you know what? That's what separates still craft beer from. The regular beer drinkers in the world that are the macro beer drinkers drinking, you know, gallon, you know, twenty gallons of beer a year, hmm. is that this is a niche still. Yeah, it still holds holds its place on the marquee of craft beers. Is that this is so drastically different still? I mean, if you even approach somebody who is a you know Joe Blow from wherever and said, "I want to try this craft beer. It's a Baltic porter." They're going to be like, oh, uh, is that one of those IPAs? Yeah, they would think that. Yeah. They'd be like, yeah, give it a try. And That's then they'd the be problem. like, what the fuck is this? Cough syrup? You know, even it's totally the, different. I, I like, even like the history into IPAs. Yeah. I don't know why we're bashing IPAs so much, but like... Well, I'm, def- I'm trying but, to defend but them they a were, bit. But they weren't even made for like taste. They weren't made... They, they were just made so they wouldn't go bad. Agreed, yeah. Like, right. that's all it was. Like, they were like, hey, let's put as much shit in here as we can mm-hmm. so it won't go bad. On the trip to India. No, you're right. <laughs> so, uh, but then there was a whole another part of it that said this actually can give a unique, delicious flavor to beer. Hmm. You had, listen. I think about maybe four or five weeks ago, we had an IPA. I think that was a little weird because they used a, a uniquely different fruit. And I said you have to stick to the tropical fruits, like you said, pineapple or mango. You pink need guava. You, you need that to cut this into is it. The, yeah. This is the type of fruit you need to have. To make an interesting, delicious IPA, I would have loved to have tried a grapefruit one of these or a peach one of these because those are the fruits that will apricot still. Those types of fruits. What fruit was it? I forget what it was. That it was a weird fruit. It was a weird fruit. 
Or was it the the yuzu one? No, the yuzu was a lager. We had and an it worked IP- perfect. We had an IPA that had a weird fruit in it. We'll, we'll look back in the archives. But I remember I remember ex- specifically saying that like you cannot use a fruit like this in an IPA. You need to have a, a banana. Was it banana? It might have been banana. I think you're right. Actually, I think I think it was like a bready banana or something. Yeah, like that. I, oh, whatever. But, but but like you know, it's like. It, Almost like you said when, like, when we look at the Oktoberfests, the craft Oktoberfests, it's like stop doing it, man. Just well, that's make... something that's just perfect. You don't have to. I know. Adjust just leave the it alone. For just that. leave it alone. But everyone wants to put their own little twist on it yeah. because they feel like they have to to separate themselves, and that's what IPAs did to everybody else. Yeah. It's like okay, well, our our Oktoberfest has a slight orange peel in it. Okay, well now it tastes like a chemical cleaner. No, it doesn't. Taste and I don't it. like it. You ruined it. Let me get the Hofbrau or the Polliner. You know, it's a yeah. totally different experience. Right. Even a Spaten, I'll take. Let me tell you about my hangover on Monday morning. Well, why don't you set the backdrop for those that uh, have no idea what you're talking Well, we had your bachelor party on Sunday. That's correct. We did. And it was eight hours of drinking. It went pretty quick. It fucking flew by. Yeah. But, oh my God. Yeah, yeah. All right, so what we, we must have come home, we home at nine. Yeah. <laughs> like it started. It was crazy. It started in the afternoon. And we got there a little late, you and yeah, I. Yeah, it started in the afternoon, and we wa- we were there all night, almost all day long. Yeah. We must have got home nine or ten, right? Yeah. A respectable time. I get home, and my dog was in the cage because... And my mom was going to bed, so yeah, yeah. so I take him out of the kitchen. Like, Let's go, and we <laughs> went to bed because I I wanted to sleep with the puppy. Yeah, of course. So we're sleeping, and I'm watching. I, I don't know even what I was watching on TV, <laughs> but I always I, I you know you know those like big giant coffee mugs. Yes, I filled that up with Cheerios all the way. Nice, spilled them everywhere. Oh God. I'm just eating them. I'm like, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I can't see anything. It's uh, just like my eyes are like closed pretty much. Yeah. And I'm just like, I must finish these Cheerios. <laughs> and then I will go to bed. <laughs> so uh, I go to bed. I wake up at like four in the morning. Like well, my tongue. Rough, that's a rough time to get my up. My tongue. I don't, have you ever seen the SpongeBob when he was stuck in Sandy's like globe? No, I've never seen that. Well, well, I can it, imagine what you're Well, it you're was like he was stuck in the globe and he was drying out because Sandy li- is a squirrel. Yeah, she's a squirrel. And yeah. she lives in an air thing under yeah. the water. Yeah. And his tongue was so dry, he like it like shriveled up and he broke it off. <laughs> <laughs> it, was like, it was like that. So I go and I, I, I have a seltzer machine. I have the soda stream. Oh, yeah, yeah, so yeah. So I, I have a liter of seltzer. I drink the entire thing <laughs> in one gulp. Oh, my God. I do a burp that I almost throw up from. <laughs> And then I ha- uh, proceed to have the hiccups for an hour and a half. Nice. Nice. And I can't sleep. I'm just like... Uh, <laughs> like oh, and geez. they're violent. They're not even like You're baby. Like, it like moves your whole body. Oh, jeez. So I'm like, please, God, just let me. Just make them stop, please. <laughs> and I'm like half drunk and I'm like thinking of like yeah. ways to make them stop. Like, what if I hold my breath? <laughs> that doesn't work. <laughs> what if I do... What was the puppy doing the whole time? Sleep, and he takes up the whole bed. Nice, yeah. He's he such can... a long boy. He's a big boy now. <laughs> and yeah. he just stretches and takes the whole bed. Remember when you brought him to my backyard? Oh, yeah. And we have that statue of the raccoon? He did not like that raccoon. We would throw the ball in the yard, and he would run after it. He had a very tough time picking the ball up, by He's the way. He's retarded. Okay. And he would, the ball would be near the statue, and he'd be like, yeah. And he would look behind his shoulder at him, like, I will take the ball now. <laughs> Trying to, like, yeah. sneak away from the raccoon. So he's just sleeping. And then, so I, I finally get back to sleep. I think I wake up again at like eight. Yeah. 
Oof. And it's just, I'm thirsty again, so I drink another one. Oh, my God. Did Hicc- you pee at all? Like, for- No, I didn't. That was the scary thing. Just- I was that dehydrated that my body was just like... We're taking it all. This is all for me. <laughs> <laughs> so, and I get hit the hiccups again, then I'm back in bed. And then, like, the worst thing for a hangover is when... Because, yeah. like, you, you want to lay in bed all day. Correct. You know, you don't want to get off no, for anything. No, 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 no. I was forced to get up. Because if I didn't, I would have shit the bed. Oh, yes. And. Yes, that happened to me too. What was coming out of me. It's terrible. Was the worst thing in the world. I know. And I did that that. about three or four times. Everyone got that. Everyone. It was the German beer. Did you eat anything? I didn't eat until like eight o'clock at night. I didn't really eat anything that night. I couldn't eat. I was. I was. I ordered brats and burgers, but I never had. Oh, no, wait. No, I'm sorry. Sunday night? Yeah. Sunday I ate a lot, yeah. I didn't eat anything. I had the brats. I had the... The potatoes were amazing. I didn't get any of them. The potatoes were fucking amazing. The burger. I had one burger, I've actually. never had a burger at Nuremberger before, but fuck me, they're good. They're, yeah. they're fucking good. Yeah, I had a burger there. That's what I had. Yeah, I so I had, I had... I did eat enough, but, like, the next day, I couldn't eat anything. Yeah. And it was... Let I, me set the stage for everyone that maybe wasn't there, because a lot of our friends listen to the show... And they were there, and they had a fantastic time. But let me, I'm going to set the stage for There's a lot of people that ha- that aren't that don't know us and haven't That's been in our Okay, fair enough. So I'm going to set the stage. So if you were to take, like, a tiki bar at a, someone's nice backyard, right, that's what it is. It's, it's, a, it's a nice-sized backyard area, right? There's, like, a castle wall surrounding it's you very good you wall. go, right? There's about four or five tables with some lawn-like chairs, right? All wooden stuff. And there's a small little bar there with a TV that's maybe about 40 inches or so big. And there's four beer taps. And on tap at this event was Kronbacher Helles, Kronbacher Dark, Hofbrau uh, Oktoberfest, and I think Kronbacher... Something. Something else. Or was it Bitburg? I don't remember. No, there was, was no Bitburger. Okay. I would have had that immediately. They were all good beers. All great German oh, beers. A, there was a, a Weissenfahne. Oh, yeah. It was, a, oh, I think it was a Hofbrau Weissenfahne. Yeah. No, no, no. Uh, Hefeweizen. Hefeweizen. Hefeweizen, because that's what Eric got wasted on. Yeah. The cool thing about it was that mostly all my dudes were there that are going to be in the wedding, and we pretty much all got drunk. It was, that's all I wanted when I set this thing up. We were all hanging out. I wanted out. everyone to get drunk. We were all hanging out. We all got drank, really wasted. I brought my beer stein with me. I was drinking out of it. I had two I beers hope you out got of it. That, that came home with you. Anthony's got it in this Thank God, yes. I had about three beers in it, and then it started hurting my hand. <laughs> yeah, I know. Because <laughs> you can only put two fingers in there, yes. and I was just like, this isn't meant for all day drinking. And then I uh, moved on to the glasses there, and the bartender was great. He was he was a little stiff in the beginning. Cause I, I, well, felt I like started he, talking to well, him. Well, I felt like he was not supposed to be there, but they brought him in. He totally was. Oh, yeah? He actually was. Like, when I went to set it up, like... The he's, gr- get, hey, he's getting married, like, this weekend. Saturday. Yeah. Pat. So, yeah. So, no, funny thing about that is, like, when I set it up, I was talking to the owner's daughter, Monica. Yeah. And she's like, I don't know. I'll see if Pat wants to work. Oof. And she texted him, and then she's like, yeah, let me, let me talk to my, my father about this. Well, the owner. Yeah. And the owner's like, oh, yeah, we can do it. Monica, tell Pat he's got to come in. Oh, jeez. And so he must have not been happy. But like, He didn't look happy in the but beginning. But listen, you know, I started talking to him. Yeah. Not only is his brother, like, my my brother's best friend. 
Yeah. He knows my whole my my cousins. Fuck off. He I probably he, Are you kidding me? He I probably hung out with him when I was a little kid. No. He, my my aunt and uncle used to hold a big Fourth of July thing. Yeah. Every year, and yeah, he was he was at those things. Come on, are you serious? Yeah, I couldn't believe it. You got to be kidding me. Yeah, man. His, uh, Pete, Pat, his brother's Pete. Pat was cool, man. His brother's Pete, and he has a other brother, Jimmy. And funny thing about Jimmy is he looks like Pete. At, uh, at my cousin's wedding, I was so drunk, I was calling him Pete all night, uh-huh. and he got so mad. <laughs> Stop fucking calling me Pete, bro. He was pretty cool, and like, you know, he, we identified me as the groom to be, and he's like, yeah, man, I'm getting married next Saturday. And we were like, he actually, towards the end there, because I mean, we started at 1 o'clock, yeah. I'd say by 6 o'clock, Pat was in the party with us. Oh, he was hanging out. I was the bartender. Yeah, you sat there in the back for a little bit, bartending a little bit. And uh, he was uh, he was having some beers. We gave him a cigar, and he had a cigar with us and stuff. Yeah. And it was just a blast, man. Yeah, was, so, what were you going to say about the cigars? You had something to say about the cigars? Oh, oh yeah. I also woke up with the worst cigar mouth. Yeah, oh, yeah. Cigar mouth. Like, yeah. That's the one thing that, that probably would stop me yeah. from ever smoking cigars like regularly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's waking up with that taste. It, 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 it lingers for a while. It's hard to get... Like, even brushing your teeth doesn't, doesn't get it all away. Nope, doesn't stop it. It's there. It's either you buy in or you don't. Like, I wouldn't do that. You also got a little bit of a heavier-bodied cigars. Did I? Like, the cigars we had at... The other uh, thing is that that fucking cigar guy is cheap. Yeah. Like, don't ever go to Cigar Aficionado on Forest Avenue. Yeah? I'm going to do an anti-advertisement. Really? Do not go there, because if you spend $150 on cigars, they won't even give you a lighter. Oh. <gasps> Yeah. Really? Who has the lighter I bought, by the way? Anyone could have that. That was $20. Are you serious? Yeah. Well, I had a punch in it. Take a pause real quick. Right now. Okay, so sorry about that. I got a, I got a call on my cell phone. It said, scam likely. And I just, because I'm a little drunk. <laughs> it was Spectrum. <laughs> it was Spectrum. But I wanted to listen. I wanted to play it because I'm a little drunk. And I was like, let me maybe play with them if there's some weird thing. But it's actually about the, the cable purchase, the internet purchase I just made. And then I actually told the guy. They were trying to upsell you. They were trying to upsell me. I said, listen, I'm not interested, but... You just called in the middle of my craft beer podcast. And I told Colton, I said his name on the air. He's located in Missouri. Joplin, Missouri. Joplin, Missouri. They got fucked up by a tornado, I believe. Recently? A couple years ago. That's, that's terrible, man. My condolences, Colton. I mean, he's all right. He's, he's Colton? Working. Colton. You said it was a... I said, sir, and you're like, it's a ma'am. What ma'am? It sounded very mammy. What ma'am is named Colton? Colton Orr. Colton Orr is not a, definitely. He's definitely a man. How many minutes are we into this show? Forty-two. All right, let's take a bathroom break. I know it's quick, but uh, I, I really got to pee. All right. All right. And we will now go to the bathroom break. What we're doing now is going to the bathroom break of the show. You know, I will say one thing. Yeah. If we're 
admired for anything, it has to be our choice of music. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Like what this we is great. like in a million years. Yeah. No one would ever pick something like this. This is great. And this is what is this fucking funky folk Russian music? You know what? Like it, it's, it it's, reminds me of a Russian Golgo Bordello. Yes. Right? Now, the thing is with Gogo Bordello, you showed me them. I did. First off. And then, like, I would put them on Pandora. Yeah. And they would be like, I would go with a month of listening to them. Yeah, yeah. And I'd be like, Okay. I want pickled herring too much. <laughs> it's just very intense. I need to turn it off and put something it's else. It's so, like, it's so, like, oh, blah, 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 Like, you, you, know? give me a, you give me a lot of this music that's very... It's out there. I don't want to say ethnic, because that's not the right word, but okay. it's like, you give me a lot of... Okay eclectic music like Indeed. there was a there was a point where I was listening to the uh, I had uh, the Dropkick Murphys Indeed. radio on Pandora but the yeah. thing is like when you put it on Pandora yeah. it's not Dropkick Murphys you get like this weird shit you get a lot of interesting like you get Irish folk bands Irish folk bands out there I remember I introduced you to the Mad Caddies. They yeah, like you to listen, listen to, like, the then it comes yeah. on, like, Tim Finnegan's Wake by, like, no, an yeah. actual Irish man. Actual Irish folk. I think I'm going to go back to thing. either Dropkick Murphys or Gogo Berdala. It's been a while. It's their fun to listen to. They Especially really if you're, like, driving around. They're a good driving around. Oh, Dropkick Murphys so. is the best drinking music oh. I've heard in my life. Oh, forget it. Like, they're, 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 there's nothing better. Like, you put that on, you just, like, oh. we're in for a night of Fucking drinking, just drinking. Yeah, you would be drinking a lot. No, it's fun. So, it's fun to listen to that stuff. I remember I, that. That yeah, was the I night enjoyed. you introduced me to that. Was that? Which one? The night that didn't exist. Apparently. Which night? Do you remember the night where we we um? Where we? You called me up. Mm-hmm. Okay, and you were at a Rangers game. Yes. With, I it might have been Anthony D'Elia and like some probably some people I know now, but I had not met at the time. Okay. Yeah. It might have been Tommy Donigan. It might have been someone else, but I remember. Oh my god! You you call me up and you I think you were on the BQE and you're like you got to meet me at the beer garden yeah. and this is like five ten years six years ago maybe I, I think it was November sixth. <laughs> Why? Okay, you remember that? Yeah. All I, I know my dad was still alive. It was an epic night, November. 6th. It was it was a while back and yeah. You called me up and you're like, come on, meet me at the beer garden, have a, have one drink, one drink, yeah. and I'm in my pajamas. It's mm-hmm. a Sunday night. Yeah. And I'm like, no, nah, I, I have school tomorrow. No, no, yeah. Keep, I have all this talking. stuff. Yeah. And I'm like, no, I don't want to. And then you're like, come on. I thought you're my friend. You're supposed to be my friend. You really fucking guilted <laughs> are you, me. Are you my friend You or guilted not? me very hard into it. And finally, I was like, fine. Yeah. So I drove under the impression w- that... Was it in 2010, per chance? Uh, it's very possible. Because that may have been the November 6th, which is, in the realm of my life, one of the most epic dates in, in all time. And everyone that you talk to that I know, like Tommy Donigan, Anthony, like all the, if you what happened say on November, November 6th? if you say November sixth to them, they'll be like, oh, I remember November sixth. What happened on November sixth? Did you go to Rangers game? We went on a journey. We embarked on a journey that started with ferry beers. We had cheesesteaks. We watched the Rangers. Well, you ended up in someone's car, so it may have been November sixth. It may have been, and that could have been Greg Wilton. You didn't know it might that. have been Greg Wilton, but all I know is. You know, you called me up and like I told. I think my dad was still awake, and he's like, "Where are you going?" I'm like, uh, I, "I'm going to meet a friend." He's like, "All right, whatever." Yeah. Like my, I think my dad knew. I yeah. kind of like I drank and drive, drunk and drove, he, whatever. But like you yeah. know, I I did it like 
responsibly? <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, I mean, like, if I ever run for office now, this is going to come out and this is going to cost me a lot of money. Yeah, no, yeah. But, you know, so I think he, like, he was okay. He he wasn't okay with it, but he was like, but he, was like he knew I was. You knew your limits. Half, I was like 50% like responsible about it. You knew your limits. So anyway, so I par- I go to the beer garden and I meet you outside. And I remember one of your friends like, he's your problem now. <laughs> I was, I was <laughs> he said that up. to me. I'm like, oh, great. I was, I was, I was we in get there. That I, was, I was blacked out already. I know you were. So, I mean, we got there and like Joe's there. There's no one at the bar. Oh, yeah. It was fucking empty. Now I There's remember. karaoke night going yeah. on. I took We're the mic. drinking. You took the mic. That guy did Minnie the Moocher. Exactly. He did Minnie the Moocher and he did the dance. He did the dance and everything. Oh and my god. I was just screaming at Mexican people yeah. on the microphone. At La- he did La Bamba. He did La Bamba. Which was, which and you was died. That. I did And then die. we left. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, let's go get some cigarettes. And then you put Dropkick Murphys into my car. This is when I had the CRV. Yeah, I remember that, yeah. We're driving around and we go to fucking Jimmy Max. It was like two in the morning. It was. Uh, l- let me tell you. In my life, yeah, I probably have never had a more bizarre. Yeah, like, well, let me set. The I stage say at this it. Point I now. say it to this day. Let me set the stage. It was maybe about two forty in the morning. That bar was still open. Jimmy and, Max, and we walked in, and Scott was behind the bar. For Scott those of you, McBride. Scott, Scott McBride was behind the bar, and he knew who I was. So since he knew he who was I was, teacher, was wasn't he? since he knew who I was, he was serving us. But the crowd at that point was a group of morbidly obese Peruvian women. Oh, my God. In their um, mid to late 30s. And we were drinking with them. And at one point, they loved your face. One of them really fell in love with your face so much. She wanted... I think she wanted to bang me. She definitely wanted to bang me. And I had wanted nothing to do with it. But they started demanding to get the jukebox. They got the jukebox online. They started playing uh, Inspected Deck. And I remember saying, like, hey... Is that Inspector Deck? And that's all that was needed to be said for our little group there, you and I, to be brought into the uh, Peruvian circle of trust, which is, uh, you I, know, they, they... That night. And they started... One one of the women just started smacking your face. No, there was a challenge that went down. She kept smacking your face. I don't remember what it was, but I was like, give me what you got. Yeah, you just kept and hitting I, she just fucking Well, she wailed, kept hitting you in the face. She wailed, and I was like, Bruh. Yeah, she was And even McBratney was like, He's like I can't take the shot. And he, and he, <laughs> yeah, he kept, giving, he kept giving us booze. And then I remember we got out of there alive, which was re- remarkable at that point. And we made our way down to the Dunkin' Donuts over here. On Victory. On Victory. And the sun was coming up. It was like literally 6 o'clock that in the morning. That was the thing that, said, that I said, like... I need to go. Yeah, it was. It was, <laughs> like, it was definitely one of the most, if not the most. I've ne- like le- that. Moments. Also, about that night, like I've gotten home. Yeah. That late before, but that was the first night where I felt yeah. such like I need to be quiet about this. <laughs> like I, I've never like that was November sixth. It, mu- it maybe it was. I'm gonna like, tell you something right now. You are a part of one of the of most history. historic nights in the life of many people. November 6th. So they don't know the half of it. It started... started Whatever you you got into... I almost got into a fight over a guy kicking a cab. (laughs) Kicking a cab. Yeah. I mean, that's that's how November 6th started. Fuck me. And then Marion Gabrick scored a goal. It 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 was an intense, intense day. We had... 
99 miles to Philly cheesesteaks. We had ferry beers. We Greg and Wil- Greg Wilton and I had a shot of like 30-year-old Jameson. Ooh. We were at this bar, and there was this bottle of Jameson on the very top shelf of this very fancy bar, way up top. And we were like, what's that up there? And he's like, oh, it's a 30-year-old or 25-year-old Jameson. And then we were like, why hasn't it been opened or anything? And they're like, well, because it's like 40, it's like $75 a shot. <laughs> and we were like, all right, let's get two. He's Jesus. like, he's like, are you, are, you, are, you, are you fucking shitting me? And we're like, yeah, come on. I mean, I was lit. I was gone at that point. And I remember at one point, I was in Times Square and um, a cocaine bus went down around it. was November 6th was nuts. November 6th was crazy. I don't like being drunk in Manhattan. It depends. It's on happened where I am on a handful that. of times, but it's never yeah. fun. It depends where I am. Worst was I was once drunk in fucking um, Astoria, Queens. <laughs> what? Yeah, well, I, went, I went on that pub crawl a couple years ago oh, with boy. my friend. You remember that? Mm-hmm. I was giving everyone live updates. I got lost in Astoria. Yeah, I remember that. I remember that night. My, that was yeah. That was so bad. Yeah, I can imagine. If there's anywhere that I wouldn't want to get wasted, it's probably a story. Because there's no... The thing is, like, when you're in the city, at least you you have the solace. Yeah. That... Ferry boat. No, you, at least you, you get to the ferry, or you could get to a subway mm-hmm. oh, that'll yeah. take you to the ferry yeah. quickly yeah. enough. I had to walk... Or a cab. For, like, 40, mi- 40 minutes yeah, to the, the beginning of the R train. I wouldn't do that. The that's, beginning? Yeah. And yeah. then I got to the R train, oh, and God. I was sitting on it. For like ten minutes, it, it sat. It sat at the station. I was wasted. Oh, it was so bad. I lost all my friends. Oh god! I didn't know so where sorry. they went. I'm so sorry this happened. I found out my friend, my friend Greg, who I don't talk to anymore. If, Greg, if you're listening, I, I do. You are my friend still, but I remember you, Greg. You remember my my friend yeah, I remember Greg? Greg? Yeah, I don't think you ever met him, but I have spoken no, I remember about you, him. You talking about him? Yeah. But like, yeah, I don't. Yeah, he he fucking went to this. Okay, let me let me back it up a little bit. So we met at the gay bar because a gay <laughs> bar was on the route of the thing. Uh-huh. We met these chicks from Chicago, mm-hmm. but like we were all twenty four years old at the time. Mm-hmm. They were thirty four years old at oh, the time. Oh boy, yeah. And the whole time I'm like, they're, they're both ugly and they're both annoying. Oh, yeah. And I don't want them to be near us anymore. So I kept wow. just making fun of Chicago <laughs> as much as I could, nice. and they wouldn't leave. No, they were stubborn. They were setting. <laughs> they their ways. fucking wouldn't leave. Nice. No, but, I've been in a situation like. And then Greg went to bang one of them. That's yeah, where he uh, went. He had to get his car the next morning because he parked at the ferry. I've been in that situation before. We were actually we God. went on a uh, we went to we used to go to um, Biddy Early's, which was this Irish bar in um, in Manhattan. Uh, I forgot where it was. Was it close? It was clo- It was. It was in Lower Manhattan, I think. Yeah. And uh, I think on the east side. And uh, you know, we would go there every every St. Patrick's Day. We would try to go out to uh, Biddy Early's. Okay. And um, there was this law student there that was like, she was this. She was okay. She was wearing like this short skirt, like you know, way up mid thighish, and she had like these law books with her, and like she was like pretending to read, and like everyone up there to get like their turn to try to like woo her or whatever. Uh, and I remember like I remember Rob, the Rob other Vito. <laughs> Rob Vito went up there and he was like, "Hey, what's going on?" And he spilt like his beer all over her, <laughs> right? And he literally just turned around and was like, "All right, who's next?" <laughs> you know? And then um and then. Uh, like Greg Wilton went out there. It was like it was like it was just this revolving door of people and stuff like that. And um, is there someone there? Yeah, Ari's looking at me with oh, very well, invite her in. Pregnant fiance called you. You went 
<gasps> you ignored you your pregnant fiancé. Have a seat. Sit. Well, come sit. Come sit down. Rest yourself. You actually called me seven Jesus. times. Jesus. Hang on, let me confirm. <sighs> yeah, it says Ariel seven. Yeah, let's get you on this microphone. Yeah, get, get on the mic. Say hello. Hello. Okay. Tell tell the people that you're pregnant. I am with child. She's with child. Okay, She's so what, what um you called me seven times, you texted me, Hey. <laughs> I was driving, so no. where were you you were what, driving? What did you want to know? Oh, you know. Is what? my car okay. in the driveway? It is. Okay. But, but we'll we'll do a switch. I can't move anything. Rob will help. Rob Rob's been enlisted to help us with everything. I fixed the door. There's a there's a door. You don't even know about the door. I'm going to tell you about that. Listen, you know, you know, why, don't we, why don't we wrap it let's up? Let's wrap it up. And we'll finish let's wrap it. wrap it up. So, and then we'll, we'll... Thank you, everyone, for listening. Of course. Thank you all for you listening. Play the music. As per usual. Let's and uh, we appreciate it. There's three more to go Sorry, with Rob. Short, guys. Mm. No, we're, okay. we're already no, no. towards the end. <laughs> There's three to go, and Greg Wilton will be on one of the three. He better be. Guaranteed. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening. Three beers in. And ta-ta for now. Say goodbye, Eric. Bye.